Now we have opened our bodies to receive the word of God. So I'd like to read from you for you the scripture appointed for tomorrow for Sunday. This is a reading from Matthew chapter 9. As Jesus was walking along, he saw a man called Matthew sitting at the tax booth, and he said to him, follow me. And he got up and followed him. And as he sat at dinner in the house, many tax collectors and sinners came and were sitting with him and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to the disciples, why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? But when he heard this, Jesus said, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. For I have come to call not the righteous, but sinners. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. So let's be seated in easy pose on our mats or in a comfortable chair, just a comfortable seated position. And I want to share with you about this scripture from Matthew. So I wonder, in today's time, have you heard of this term called mindfulness? Well, mindfulness is a practice that is a hugely growing trend. We're hearing about it on the internet. There's books all over about it. There's retreats and workshops teaching people mindfulness. There are so many resources um, to experience mindfulness and its benefits, and it it feels perhaps like it is a secular way of meditating. So I want to dive into this a little bit because it is relevant to this scripture. So what is mindfulness? Mindfulness is the ability to be fully present, aware of where we are, what we are doing, and not overly reactive or overwhelmed by what is going on around us. It sounds like something the world needs right now. You agree? In such a time as this. You're being mindful when you bring awareness to what you are directly experiencing through your senses or through your state of mind, through your thoughts and your emotions. So mindfulness is about simply noticing. And a growing body of research is showing that when you train your brain to be mindful, you're reorganizing the structure of the brain in a healthy way. So that sounds good. A meditation practice helps to train your brain this way. Thus, meditation in a mindfulness practice. There are so many benefit, benefits to this that meditators, Christian meditators, and yogis have known for millennia. And gratefully now, for all of us, science is beginning to prove the benefits for us. And the mindfulness meditation benefits 
also apply to practices of meditation, such as Christian meditation, what we might call contemplative prayer. But one of the benefits that I love about this contemplative prayer practice or about what we call mindfulness is this detached observation. It's more of a witnessing and accepting the thoughts, the images that might go by and situations even without labeling or commenting. So it really is a practice of learning not to put labels or judgments and not to react, just to allow what is. And we do experience that form of allowing when we practice meditation or contemplative prayer in the, in the Christian tradition. So imagine practicing this sort of detached awareness with people beyond situations, beyond feelings, beyond emotions and images, but with people, a non-judgmental, non-labeling approach to the people, those that we choose to be with and those that we encounter. And Jesus clearly was practicing this way of being with others. Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners, they asked. I imagine that we have all felt judged in some way before. I wonder what labels have people placed on you? And when you remember this, what feelings arise for you? when you remember the labels placed. And perhaps an even more important question is what labels do we place on others? Jesus was walking and he saw Matthew at the tax collector booth and he didn't judge him and say, I don't want to talk to you because you don't think like me and you're not like me. He said, come. Follow me. Jesus didn't give him labels and he didn't, he doesn't give us labels. He just simply invites us to join him. He loves us and he gives us this compassion and even this mercy that we may not even feel that we deserve. And that mercy comes in the form of invitation, belonging, compassion and forgiveness for when we make mistakes. So in the practice of moving toward Christ consciousness, to be more like him, to take on the mind of Christ, then we ask ourselves, can we practice the mindful awareness of ourselves and others without comment or judgment? Just letting it all be in the present moment. Maybe learning from our mistakes and using good judgment and discernment for how we're going to move forward. But can we be in the present moment without having to change anything, but just be with who we are and let God help us move forward? 
can we just be, can we rest in the grace and mercy that we are enough, that we're more than enough? And guess what? Everyone else is more than enough too, even if we disagree. So this practice of non-judgment in mindfulness is really a practice of allowing and forgiving and loving, which is who Jesus was to his core. So we can just keep coming back to this idea of mindfulness, this well of deep, deep, deep awareness of just being present to what is, which is simply and profoundly the presence of God everywhere, all at once, within us, and within all. And ultimately, our work is to be at one with God in all. As it is above, so it is below. May it be so for us. Amen.